This is Brett. This is Jeff. This is Allie. And we're just two dudes and a girl talking about Star Wars on, on the, the Skywalk. Skywalk. <laughs> yes. In the Skywalk. We're never going to get that part right. All right, Walkers. Uh, so you've probably already seen the last two episodes of Star Wars Rebels. I haven't. You I haven't? Have not. But it's okay. I'll so just watch I, it tonight. I you know it's okay. <laughs> Good news for you two and any el- anyone else who hasn't watched the finale. We're not going to talk about the finale today. We are going to talk about Twin Sons very briefly, and I'll tell you I'll tell you why we're going to be so brief after. But uh, I don't know. I have a lot of things to say about this episode. So first of all, you two, nutshell reaction. Ooh. Oh my god, Jeffrey, amazing. Yeah, so I, good. I sat on my couch stunned. Like, I couldn't move for 10 minutes at the end of that episode. I, I had to rewatch it immediately. Yeah, I, I did too. immediately was like, with I was watching it with He Who Must Not Be Named. Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. A <laughs> hundred times. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing that too. Like, I was just making exclamatory remarks to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did this dude lay down the smackdown or what? Right. And I just want to say, like, kudos to... Everyone making Rebels for having the guts to make that fight so short. Yes. Because it's the right, it was the right thing to do. And it made sense and it made a point and it, taught, it told you so much about Obi-Wan and the time that he spent on Tatooine. And told you so much about the contrast of who Darth Maul is, what he's all about, and the point that he's at. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so glad they had the guts to end it. In, in a, the snap of a finger. Just be done. Yeah. Because it was the right thing to do. And it was just so, you know, Obi-Wan just having compassion for him. Yeah. Cradle. So it was pointed out. So I want to I tell the walkers that uh, we're not here to just steal all of your attention. We want to give credit where credit is due. And I got to say, the most recent episode of a podcast named Rebel Force Radio, which a lot of stuff. Of po- uh, just some casual podcast yeah, called just some, Re- Rebel Force Radio. Just some people. Yeah, just some dudes. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, I think they stole it from us, but <laughs> I'm joking. Whatever. They're really big. You're already listening to them, probably, if you listen to us. Uh, but their most recent episode of March 24th, I believe it was, has an interview with Sam Witwer. And it is really long. And Ooh, I enjoyed I will listen to that. every second of it. So wait. It goes deep. They're the ones who got in touch with Sam Whitworth? Well, they have. I thought like, it was on the. I he's thought it been was doing the, the rounds, article. I think. Rebel Force Radio <clears throat> is like probably the the most official Star Wars podcasting network. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> um, like they'll be at they'll be at Celebration. <laughs> I thought we were the official. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I could never ahead. figure out how to position our podcast and I think we now know we are the them. most unofficial, unofficial Star, Star Wars, Wars podcast. podcast. First of all, I love the episode but the one thing I wanted to ask is what did you think about the fact that Ezra doesn't tell um, his quote unquote family that Obi-Wan is alive? Or that his General rebel, Kenobi, his Phoenix Squadron family. Oh, yes. at the end. Yes. Yeah. Um, there was a big kerfuffle you, about that. Like, about well, that? he he would have told them. Why didn't he tell them? That's stupid. Nah, I don't really care. Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, I think that Obi Wan spoke volumes without saying a word, and then he actually did speak words to Ezra. So, like between the two of those things, I think he. So uh, you're so happy that Ben Kenobi spoke that it doesn't matter that Ezra is either. Number one, got mind tricked by Obi-Wan because yeah. Obi-Wan's that good. Yeah. Or that he's so mature after this encounter that he decides, you know what, I'm a Jedi Knight now 
and I don't really need to tell everybody what's going on. I think it's somewhere in between. I think that he, he has matured. I still don't think Ezra is smart enough to know that on his own. No. I think Obi-Wan conveyed so much to him in that brief time that I'm willing to accept that he didn't have to tell Ezra. I mean, Ezra screwed up bad. Like, I think he, you know, he came to that realization. Obi-Wan told him as much. But he was also, you know, Obi-Wan was just such a good mentor in, like, a two-minute conversation. Yeah, geez. Yeah, I mean, my biggest issue with that episode was just, like, and this has been a consistent issue that I have had, is, like, how many times is Ezra Bridger going to make the same mistake where he is explicitly told, don't do this thing. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I think I heard you say, go do that thing. I'm going to go do that thing. And then it's like 15 minutes of him doing the thing he's not supposed to do and realizing, oh, shouldn't have done this thing because now I'm in over my head. And then he comes back and he's like, I'm really sorry I did that thing, Hera. And Hera's like, well, next time, kid. And mm-hmm. I want to be like, how many times can you... Screw up <laughs> before you actually get ejected from the Rebel Alliance. If you're a Jedi, it's unlimited. But here's, no. here, here, here's the other thing is why is it always Chopper who's telling him, I told you so? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> He's he, taking over for C-3PO. Yeah, <laughs> Chopper should have a squadron of his own <laughs> to command. <laughs> They'd be a lot better off. Hey, but for all we on know, t- on Chopper that. could be flying the, the ship in Rogue One. They might have figured that out by then. After Twin Suns aired, mm-hmm. Pablo Hidalgo tweeted because he's been like really low key not tweeting about Star Wars, mm-hmm. and he tweeted, um, "I don't want to get spoilery on you guys, but that kid at the end of Twin Suns was 17." Yeah, which gives us like an idea of when that episode took place. So it's about a year out from the beginning of A New Hope. Yep. Did I just segue? Yep. Into something? Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Did I give you the segue look? Is that you how did. you did? <laughs> what did I just segue into? Speaking of 18 to 24 years old. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very Seg- good. Segue into, oh, no, are we ready to move it's on? It's time for Han Solo. Oh, no, I'm, I'm fine with yeah, it. Yeah, so right. He, he's about it. a year out from A New Hope, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so you've so. got like a season. I, th- I honestly don't think they could continue Rebels past Rogue One. No, I know. Which means, you know, is this the full development of Ezra's character, right? Yeah. It, 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 God, which would kind of suck because it's, it seemed like he got kind of stunted this entire season. I doubt it. I feel like he didn't learn nothing. Are they going to kill a kid off in a kid's show? Do I mean, we, we don't do view it as a kid's show, right? Because we enjoy it as adults. But clear, I mean, it's on Disney XD. It's not on sci-fi. But is he a kid? It's not even on Cartoon Network. Yeah, he's a kid. I mean, he's in puberty right now. We've discussed that before because he went from his floppy hair mm-hmm. to like... The kid that gives him his voice looks just like him. Yes, he does. It's terrifying. I'm afraid that they will cast that kid in a, in a live right. action If he's movie. truly going through puberty, how come he's never shown interest in anybody? Good question. He has like a total crush on Sabine. That's true. It looks like it. Who but doesn't? I don't know. But anyway, speaking of 18 to 24-year-olds. Speaking of speaking. 18 to 24-year-olds, Han Solo movie, anthology movie. All right. Uh, there was uh, – so Bob Iger – this always cracks me up, right? Because this would be like Bob Kraft talking like football X's and O's strategy. Mm-hmm. 
around Bill Belichick's back. So Bob Iger goes out and spills all these beans on the Star Wars franchise going forward. Who knows if these directors Another decade and all and the half. writers at Lucasfilm, yeah, the story group, like, do they really want him talking about this at all? But anyway, he can do what he wants. He's the money guy. Uh, well, he, who's going to take it seriously? <clears throat> Everyone, apparently. Yeah, I mean, all of us. <laughs> all of us, yeah. So uh, he says that the Han Solo movie, the Han Solo anthology film that will release in May of 2018. Hopefully. Right? Yeah. Yeah. May the 4th. Um, it will chronicle the smuggler's life. This is uh, by way of variety. Uh, it will chronicle the smuggler's, smuggler's life from age 18 up through 24. He also said... Uh, it'll involve the acquisition of a certain vehicle and meeting a certain Wookiee, and that viewers will also discover how he got his name. Quick question. A lot there. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Do we really want to know? Because I think no. most people feel like, no, we don't, no. don't want to These know. are things that are better left completely unspoken. You no, know, because yeah. I, I think it'll ruin all Han Solo jokes for the rest of time. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I think that... It's kind of amazing how much benefit of the doubt they've gotten considering the whole premise is to go back and explore the younger years of a beloved legendary character like Han Solo. So the fact that we're all super gung-ho and positive for this is amazing. But I then, have reservations. Like Every choice up, up until this news, mm. I think it's safe to say none of us really had any big issues. I mean, aside from the premise itself, but then you see it's in good hands. The casting has been really good so far. Woody Harrelson's in there, so we're all happy about that. But yeah, this is a little tough to swallow. I don't. I don't really want to know. I mean, if it, maybe you know, maybe they come up with a great backstory, and maybe there's this really cool reason. So somebody on one of these other podcasts, it might have been Rebel Force Radio, okay. was kind of had made a reference, or maybe Collider made a reference to the reveal of where Indiana Jones' name came from, which but was that's like, really good, right? But that reveal takes. 30 seconds, and it's at the very end of the movie, right. and it's a joke. Yeah. True. Yeah. And the other thing, and I was talking to you-know-who last <laughs> last night about this. Wait, 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 wait. We just need to catch up walkers that are newly on board. You-know-who is my boyfriend whose name we cannot speak because if we do, then our podcast gets destroyed. Yeah. Every time, without fail, that we've mentioned his name, except the time he was here yeah. on Technical the show. Technical failures. Yeah, our, our audio files go completely bonkers. Think 3PO, uh, R2-D2 when he plugs into the wrong computer. Ooh. And yeah, so go on. The wrong mainframe. So the fact that this is taking place when he's 18 to 24 and it's like going to involve him getting the Falcon because what other certain vehicle would it be? Thanks for being stupidly vague, Bob Iger. Mm-hmm. Um, and meeting a certain Wookiee. Like, what the heck? Um, the fact <laughs> that... Know, there's so many Wookiees. Yeah. Here. Yeah, right, right. The fact that like all of this is going to happen in this movie makes me really worried that they are going to, once again, pull a Marvel... And make another franchise, and this is going to be the Han Solo trilogy. And I don't mm. want that. I want one Han Solo movie. I want it to be a buddy comedy, and that's it. Don't ruin this. Okay, here's my counterpoint. Yeah. I do want it to be a franchise. No. But what I want the franchise to do is not unravel all the mystery of Han Solo's past that we don't want to know. Mm-hmm. I want it to expand on it and give him some new, you know, like some new adventures, new experiences that we didn't, I mean. New so depth. So new here's depth. here's my issue, though. Deeper depth. Like, maybe this will be Lemon? like the Casino Royale of 
the Star Wars movies. I don't want to see that specific thing happen to him, though. No, not that specific <laughs> thing. But you know how, like, everybody, when Casino Royale was coming yeah, out, I don't there's a reason. Like, and I don't we were like, oh, Jesus, that. I don't want another James Bond reboot yeah, right now. Yeah, and it yeah. was like, no, this is going to, like, explain why James Bond is the way he is. Yeah. And it was, like, mind-blowingly beautiful. Right, right. That I'd be okay with. So they could get it right. They but could pull I a Casino Royale. They could, but I'm scared. And James Bond can not have children. So that's okay. He doesn't have to worry about his own Kylo Bond scenario. So the, the thing is, with any great buddy movie, yep. there's always a sequel, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Rush Hour, no, see, Al's, I say, Weapon. Allie, you know, embrace, <laughs> embrace the it's future, coming, Allie. It's coming. Embrace it. It is coming. Give it a big Wookiee hug. I think it's going more movies. I think you're getting at least we'll three Han Solo movies in total with this actor. And if he's a really good Han Solo, and we are pretty sure that um, television man, that's that the, Donald that's Glover is going to be a great Lando, mm-hmm. then you should. You know. But again, I, I want to see new adventures. I don't want to know. I don't want to. I don't want them to Forrest Gump Han Solo no. so that we see him riding the school bus and find out every little thing that happened to him. Growing up, like, mm. and unravel, and then we have no more mystery. You're yeah. right. Like, if we know exactly how the Kessel Run went, then... Then it's not magical anymore. Oh, yeah. Buddy comedy, bounty hunters. Yeah, we need to leave. On. I guess what we're saying is we I need to leave some, yeah, some something mystery. to the imagination. Yeah. yeah. Princess Leia. Uh, I think we covered this. Um, oh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is kind of, if, if you don't want any, if you don't want to know anything about episodes eight or nine... And if you don't want to know listening. whether or not Princess Leia survives eight or nine or whatever, or if she's dead before the movie even starts, whatever, then <laughs> you should turn out, tune out now. Wow, dude. Well, you know, we talked about the time that's lapse. That's cold-blooded, right? man. We talked about the time lapse and that's supposedly not going to happen before episode eight. But, you know, it could be mm-hmm. like while Ray's holding the lightsaber out, Luke gets a text. It's just like, God damn. <laughs> Luke gets a text? That's yeah. messed up. That's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets his pager, starts beeping. Yeah, his pager. He's well, got urgency. a pager. Yeah. You know, it could just be a hollow movie. Yeah. Don't forget, Star Wars is in the middle of, like, very old tech and yeah. very advanced tech. I mean, um, you, you remember how the, the hollow call where Yoda just, you know, Yoda and Obi-Wan get to see what happened. It, it could be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, so we'll proceed with what Bob Iger said. Uh, he said, we are not changing episode eight to deal with Carrie Fisher's passing. Her performance remains as it was in episode eight. Uh, he also reaffirmed that Disney has no plans to digitally recreate Leia Organa. Thank goodness. you, God. Clap, clap. Everybody clap. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, Snaps for Bob <laughs> Iger. <laughs> uh, Fisher's character was originally going to have a prominent role. Uh, this is kind of like IGN's extra thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she was going to have an even more prominent role in Episode Nine than she was going to have in Episode Eight. But you know what? I kind of, like, obviously I am nowhere. I'm not happy that Carrie Fisher died. Nope. I'm very sad. No one is. And it made me yep. cry. Yep. But... The fact that that happened and now they have to deal with it, I'm I'm really interested to see like what kind of creative. Are you laughing because of the way I said butt? No, no. I thought she was gonna go all Chris Rock and be like, but I understand. <laughs> I was thinking about. It's awful. And then, it's awful. You know, I'll be struck dead with force lightning. I feel really bad about this, but as soon as she said that, I thought. I thought <laughs> this is why we're never getting invited onto the podcast stage. It's Star Wars Celebration. The original premise was that Le- Leia uh, was going to end up being her mom, Ray's mom. And so the title of the third movie would be Yo Mama Strikes Back. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just... 
Episode nine? There's still time. There's still time. There's still time. There's still time. She can strike back, you know, as, as Force Ghost Blue Haze. Okay. <laughs> right, I mean, my point was just creative energy. And your point was so you're not happy that she died. No, I'm devastated okay. that she died. But I'm interested to see, like, the, the this is like a creative problem that they have to oh, solve yeah. now. Yeah. And... Yeah. How are they going to solve it? I want to know. So this was one of those things where in hindsight, like yeah. it, maybe go, like going in when I thought about like, yeah, what are they going to do? I couldn't figure out. Like in my mind, I was like, I don't know what, what I would say if I were in their position. Yeah. Uh, now in hindsight, I do think this is the best decision that they could have made. And yes. again, it is a problem because presumably, obviously, if she was going to have a bigger role in episode nine, then things aren't probably tied up with a bow by the end of episode eight. But I think it's good. And I think that, you know, if they do, uh, assuming they don't do a literal cliffhanger at the end of episode eight. Oh, what's happening? Then they can space out. I don't think they will. I think this is this gives more reason not to because, uh, I mean, apparently episode eight is going to be what it always was going to be. And they're not changing a thing. I just don't think they were going to do that anyways. And now that that would give you the possibility to do what we were talking about last time and have the time lap. Maybe a couple of years go by between episode eight and nine. And I think it's a lot better to just be able to say, even in the opening crawl, you know, General Organa has passed and yeah, the you can, resistance is struggling to whatever. And Yeah, you don't have to, like, address it in the in in dialogue with the characters. Right. You can address, like, that's one of the, just that's the, the beauty of the, be crawl, the crawl is you can address so many things right. in the crawl. Right. And even if they did decide to address it in the, um, in in the script, yeah. like in the dialogue, it's as easy as like when um, when they're when at the beginning of Empire to fill you in on like the stuff that happened. Han makes a comment about like that bounty hunter we ran into on Ord Mandel changed my mind, yeah. and like it never gets talked about again. Yeah, but you know that fans are like, ooh, I know what that means. <laughs> I know what that means. It means they're gonna make an anthology movie about the bounty hunter they ran into on Ord Mandel. I wonder if I'm it just was kidding. Boba Fett. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Where? Uh, lastly, Bob Iger said that the creative team mm. is currently looking at what could be another decade and a half of Star Wars stories. So this is not fake news. It's non-news because, like, of course. Because everybody knows this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just, I mean, I just assume, like, 15 years is probably as long as they can currently plan for. But that's not even the ceiling because this is just going to keep going. All right. Jeff's going to so. bounce. Sorry, Walkers. Ali, we're going to carry out. on and just consider our last segment so There's or multiple two? things. Okay. There's right. more things to come. And All right. Trailer. I'm saying goodbye to Jeff. This is, Jeff has to go off to Dagobah. And, uh, <laughs> you're, <laughs> off. you're done. Ali just disconnected Jeff literally from the podcast. You're done. You're done, son. You burnt. Allie, please tell us. Uh, so we'll remind the walkers that Allie will be attending Star Wars Celebration. I'll be there the whole time. And that's very soon. Yeah. Uh, depending it's in like on, 15 days. Depending on when you listen to this. Could be tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, April 13th. Allie, tell us what you found out about the, <laughs> the wonderful experience provided by the Disney folk at Star Wars Celebration Orlando 2017. Well, uh, all right. In, I'm not going to defend Disney, but I will say I'm pretty sure this was standard practice before okay. Disney bought Lucasfilm. Probably. But, so at Celebration, there is the autograph hall. And that's where you go to get your autographs by your famous people. So far, so good. And your pictures with your famous people. So far, so good. You got to pay for all of that. 
garbage. Yeah. And, uh, like, so I was looking at it. Tell us how much you got to pay, Alice. It, it depends on the actor, which I think is kind of mean. Ouch. Like, because Jeremy Bullock, I think, deserves more than $35 mm-hmm. to get your picture taken with him. <laughs> like, come on. That's the original uh, Boba Fett. The guy who made him cool. Yeah. Not the guy who made him uncool. Yeah. How and much like, do you pay for the guy that made him uncool? Well, I didn't look at him specific at his single one. Oh, right. One. He's part of a three for package. Right. So, yeah. like, there's different packs, and you can buy, you can get either, like, just a photo op, just an autograph, or you can get the photo op autograph combo pack. <laughs> and then they have some combo packs where you can do multiple actors. So, like, there's one for Felicity Jones and Alan Tudyk. Mm-hmm. It's $300 just to get a photo taken with them. Oh, my gosh. But it's only $100 to get your photo taken with Jeremy Bullock, the kid that played Boba Fett, and the ki- and the guy that plays Jango Fett, whose names I forget, and I'm they really would, sorry. They but would seriously have to pay me to take a picture with those two. Just like why it's – like, it's like what you said earlier when I first told you this horrifying news. Mm-hmm. You pay – to go into Disneyland, you don't pay to go on each of the rides. Yes, correct. And, I pay. And you do not pay for the princess meet and greets. Right. As someone with a daughter knows. Right. Yeah. Unless you go to like the, the breakfast, but that's an right. experience that you understand you're going to be paying for. Maybe if it was Emma Watson. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, if I was actually paying to meet her. So is this that scenario played out? So it's like, no, this is the actual. Yeah, that's actually the same thing. It's still garbage. It just like. Don't have them Fans do it. Fans pay a lot. And and you know what? Maybe I didn't – maybe, like, if you got a, a more expensive ticket combo, mm-hmm. some of these were included. But I can't imagine that they were because yeah. that would mean less money. Right. But I feel like Sheesh. I paid a lot of money for my four-day ticket. I don't want to have to pay even more money to go get – something signed by somebody Mm -hmm. like that's not cool yeah well in in disney's defense the force awakens only made one billion dollars yeah not two billion yeah they gotta pay the rent uh that is disgusting yeah so i'm not i mean don't get me wrong i'm still insanely excited i looked at the schedule for and this is why they can do it the morning of april 13th garbage and there's um a session of like Warwick Davis talking to Billy D. Williams mm-hmm. about, like, how to be a smooth talker. That's and there's a session, <laughs> again, hosted by Warwick Davis uh, with um, Ray Park and Ian McDermott called The Master and the Apprentice. And it's going to talk about Sidious and uh, Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for that. Yeah. So, like, there's still, I'm so still super pumped, but, like. Yeah, that's wanna, a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, there's a lot of people, like, I would love to get my photo taken with Sam Witwer, but I just can't convince myself to pay $50 to do that. Right, in principle. I mean, you know, like, short of Mark Hamill oh, or I'd Harrison pay, Ford. I see Mark Hamill is the <clears throat> only one that I oh, would yeah. pay for. No, I, I agree. That's that's really because that is life-altering. Yeah. And so I would do it. Because I have loved Mark Hamill literally <clears throat> since I was old enough to understand what love was. Right. <laughs> Dear Walkers, we interrupt this program with an urgent update. So, uh, Allie and I were just talking a second ago uh, 
about how, you know, the only person worth paying to meet in the Star Wars universe would be Luke Skywalker. Ellie, uh, this, Guarantee. Th- this is now two days removed from when we said what you just heard a couple a minute ago. Allie, can you update us on the situation? <laughs> I feel like I got to push the mic way far away. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. There is some soundproofing in this room. Oh my God, I got to meet Luke Skywalker. <laughs> 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 So, um, do you need help with this? Do you need funds? Do we need a GoFundMe page for this? Hold on, hold on. We'll talk what, about you we'll, know. we'll talk about support. Allie, tell us how this happened. Because the walkers might not. So oh, yeah. I was so as I explained earlier, you have to pay to get photo ops and uh, autographs from actors at Star Wars Celebration, and I was like, Erga Burga, I don't want to pay for that. That's expensive. She called up the support line and said, Erga Burga, <laughs> I don't want to pay. But seriously, guys, what? Then yesterday, I was perusing Twitter, <laughs> and I see the Topps Trading Cards Twitter page is retweeted by Mark Hamill, and it says something about Mark Hamill being at Celebration, get your tickets for photo ops and autographs. And I literally screamed, oh my God, (laughs) in my home office, texted my boyfriend, he who must not be named, and said, it's $200 to get a photo with Mark Hamill. I'm paying for it. We're splitting it. Oh my God, we're going to meet Luke Skywalker. We're doing this. And then I paid for it, and then I cried a little, and I'm so Aww. excited, and I might just sob on his shoulder. So you won't shake his hand? No, I, w- I will take whatever form of physical contact is offered to me. Okay. A handshake, a hug, preferably. If he hugs me, I'm never washing that shirt again. Yep. Does he have to write something? No, I couldn't. They didn't. Normally, they have either photo op, autograph, or a combo pack, but they didn't have a combo pack for for Mark Hamill. Aren't you so. loving this? The combo pack. Oh, wow. yeah. We got we to gotta mention, we got a ride along today. Alan, you want to say hello? Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, right. Oh. Yeah, totally I forgot, forgot to mention. So, uh, Alan's here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So oh, we, by the way. Two days go ride by. Along. We gain a Luke Skywalker and Alan. And, uh, so... Oh, yeah, but there was no combo pack available for Mark Hamill. Combo pack. So I just (laughs) said, you know what? I don't need his autograph, but I really do need a photo with him. So I bought the photo up. It's cracking me up that there are even combo packs. Like Mark Hamill and a stale stick of gum for $200. (laughs) You get that reference, Jeff? Hmm? Baseball cards, man. Speaking of baseball cards, (laughs) I have recently seen um, as a – gift experience, Mm -hmm. I got the chance to peruse um, a certain person's um, (laughs) Topps card collection of Star Wars Topps cards. That was a beautiful collection. Somebody in the office brought them in and had a binder full of beautiful... Here's my question. Is it worth it to bring some type of collector's item Mm. to the photo op to encourage No, because I think it's going to be like... Okay, ticket number, blah, 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 blah. So quick. And okay. here you go, and smile, and then they take, like, four pictures, and it's then like, you pick one. like, love you and the Joker, man. All right, peace. No, it's going to be like, you're literally my favorite human ever. <laughs> so it's weird that we're now, because com- we're comparing this now to, like, Disney meet and greets, where you yep. where you take your kid 
hopefully your so, kid to meet or a Disney let's, So let's let's expand this though. <laughs> to so meet a Disney is princess. Is this just the Star Wars universe? This is the one person you'd pay to do a photo op with? Jeff, I don't know if you were in the room when I said what I said the No, other I, day. I didn't see it. We I might be cutting it this. out right yeah. now. I, I can't remember how far we got, but All right. yeah. So Okay, go ahead. I first saw Star Wars when I was like six. Okay. And <clears throat> Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker was my first movie crush. Mark Hamill is the first person I learned how to love. Wow. So literally the only human being on the face of the earth that I would throw deep. down to Hondo to pay to get a photo with. <laughs> to Hondo. Allie's the only one who saw the so. version where he turned to the screen and winked. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> and not only that, she just dropped a Rebels reference, man. <laughs> she didn't say Hondo. Hondo. Hondo is originally a Clone Wars. Hundo. And I said hundo. But let's call hondos. How many hondos would you drop, Jeff, to meet Mark Hamill? Mm, it's, it's tough, man. So Would you pay 200 Because I would. I, I would. would. I would pay 200 mm-hmm. knowing that it's furthering per- other purposes. Okay. Therefore, I have no idea what purpose this served. You, okay, um, Jeff, a podcast. Yeah, Jeff's going to oh. go yeah, promote, yeah, yeah. Like promote, this promote the Skywalk to, <laughs> Mark, big time, to, big to time. the Mark actual but, Skywalker. But, you know, um, I would pay that for Han Solo. Okay. Definitely. So think and, of, and, and, and th- we had this conversation just a few minutes ago. Yeah. I would do it for Mark Hamill if he was in character. What? So you wouldn't pay two hundred for plain clothes, denim wearing Mark yeah, Hamill. Just, just random on the street, just walked out of the bathroom out of the restaurant. Think about hey, think about it man? this way, right? No. Would you pay two hundred dollars for someone to paint a portrait of you and Mark Hamill together? Hell no. To hang in your house. Nope. Framed. Nope. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Automatic veto by my wife. So right. it's, it's right. not happening. All right. <laughs> I can't even entertain such thoughts, Brett. Like yeah. don't go there, man. So. Well, it's three hundred for uh, Felicity Jones and Alan yeah, yeah, Tudyk. That's just, that's just yeah. one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm, can't do it. If you were a single guy, would you pay? <laughs> see, that's but see, that's a different question, man. That's a different question. <laughs> then Jeff would consider that an other, a different type of opportunity. And that's, that's a maybe, right? That's yeah. I'm Felicity still, Jones, yeah. To pay for a photo, mm, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and interesting is not the word Allie and I no. were using. Rip off is more like well, yeah. yeah, but not for Mark Hamill because yeah. Again, yeah. See, that's different. Well, it's taking. I don't advantage. even know why. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Mark Hamill said, I will get coffee with you if you pay me $200, there'd I'd be something. I'd pay $200. Of course you would, but it would be disturbing for anyone to make that kind of offer. Yeah. But it's not Mark Hamill that's saying, you need to pay me $200 to take a picture with me. It's right. It's Disney. It's whoever runs Star Wars Celebration How much saying, would you pay to take a picture with Bob Iger? Zero dollars and zero cents. I want Bob Iger and carbonite. I would be more like, how much money are you going to pay me, Bob Iger, to stand in the same frame as you? And no doubt he would be too cheap. Last important thing was reported recently that Woody Harrelson stopped smoking pot. That's unfortunate. <laughs> it's He's already got enough concentration. It doesn't need yeah, more. Yeah, it doesn't so? need more. Nah, it's, you think, dude, he, it's in the system, man. Do you think he's just immune now? Do you know how long it actually takes? For pot to exit your system entirely. I do not. Years. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's, trust me. Is that an urban legend like when you swallow a piece of gum and you're stuck with it for the rest of your life? You turn into the Sarlacc pit and digest it for a thousand years? A thousand years, bro. Yeah. All right, walkers. 
Uh, I don't know. Would you think, Allie, we should cut back over to the thing where we geek out about the future of the Star Wars? All right, right, we'll cut back over to that now. So enjoy listening to me and Allie. Bye. Bye. Well, I do know this. Episode 8 is going to start with a slap fight between Hux and Kylo in the shuttle on the way to see Snoke. Have you gotten to they Kylo Ren's? Stupid. Like have two boys fighting in the back of a station wagon. Uh, have I got to what? Have you gotten to Kylo Ren's bedroom in Lego Star Wars no, yet? No, no, oh. I haven't. Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens is better than the movie. It's are so we, good. Are we okay going on record to saying oh, that? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely 100% it better than so the movie. It is so good. You should buy it. You can get it cheap on Gamefly, used. You can get it on eBay. Come on, people. You know how to get stuff cheap. Yeah. Um, all right, Alice. All right. I think we're good. I think we are, too. All right, y'all. This is Brett. This is Allie. That was Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Two dudes and a girl talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. Whee! Snaps for Bob Iger.